Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Hello, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Welcome back to Woo-hoo! the Dudes Power Podcast. My name, my name is Jack. This is Liz, um, and you are the luckiest person in the world for tuning in to this totally passable podcast. Oh, yes! Congratulations, you found us. Well done, well done. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> it's all up from here for you. Yeah. Um, no. Uh- Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. We're in the middle of our Eurovision Forever series, which is when we're going back to the very start of Eurovision and going country by country by country from A to, I think it's Y for Yugoslavia, um, and looking at every single song every single country has sent every single year. And we're right in the middle of Germany. How are you feeling about Germany, Liz? Ah, oh, ich lip dick, Germany. <laughs> wow, you hate them that much. <laughs> I really hope I've said that right. You have not said that right, even slightly. Do you mean ich liebe dich? Ich liebe dich. Okay, yeah, you just wanted to keep saying dick. I know you too well. (laughs) (laughs) I I resent that accusation, sir. How dare you? (laughs) On a side note, ich ich liebe dick. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the closest you've been to dick in a very long time. Oh, All our classy listeners just turned it off. They're like, mm, no, this is some, this is some lower we class. Have classy shit listeners. I don't want to put up with. We have classy <laughs> listeners. Yes, Emily, Connor, Alexander. Um, That's true. That's Phillip. true. I think I just made Philip up. I don't know if there's a Philip out there. If there is a Philip out there, yeah, thanks for listening. We have a Phil. We have a Phil. Do we? Yeah, we yes, do. We I thought Phil. it was familiar. Yes, we do. Oh. Okay, cool. Can't take you anywhere. Roberto. I'm sorry, Phil. I am so Phil, sorry. Look, Phil. We'll send you some merch. When we get merch, we'll send you some merch. (laughs) I was going to say we have merch. (laughs) We don't have merch yet, but when we do, Phil, first Uh gift package. Well, first one's for Alexander, second one's for Emily, then so on and so forth. You're on the list. Phil, you're on the list. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, my God. Phil is going to be, like, so disappointed when we, like, insult him, like, continuously and then we send him, like, a douceboy tea bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so last week we finished uh, part two with uh, Germany's victory at Eurovision, their first victory in 1982, Woo-hoo! Nicole and Um We are picking up this week in 1983. Are you ready to go? Are you ready to rock and roll? Oh, Ich liebe rock and roll, Dick. Okay. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? All right. So, <laughs> 1983, it was the, I think they're a band. Are they a duo? Are they a band? It's got two brothers they're in brothers. it. They're brothers. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's like a whole thing. Like, Van Halen is not just Van Halen. Oh. Oh. Van Halen is not Van Halen anymore. Van Van Halen is not. Yeah, that's right. That Sorry, spoiler alert. Any Van Any Van Halen uh, fans in the crowd? Uh, Van, uh, Eddie Van Halen has just recently he has passed died. away. Our condolences to the family. 
Yes. <laughs> and on that note, Hoffman and Hoffman with the song Rukshik, uh Respect, this one means. It finished fifth. It's a song questioning where a relationship went wrong. It got 12 points from Luxembourg, 10 from France, 10 from the Netherlands and Norway, 8 from Portugal and another 8 from Sweden. This one kind of verges on power ballad territory, I kind of think. But then it's kind of a bit too funky almost to really say it's a power ballad, you know? So, yeah. What did you think? Oh, no. See, I had a I had a different reaction to this completely. From the, the second that it starts, I was like, is that man in track pants? And then I'm like, is that a track pants <laughs> suit? Is that like a leisure suit he's wearing? As soon as I saw this, I knew you were going to hate the fashion. Yeah. I was just like, is he wearing leisure wear on the stage? And not just is he wearing leisure wear, but his leisure wear like top was like tucked into his leisure wear pants. I mean, slap yeah. up and move to Florida, Hoffman and Hoffman. <laughs> like, to be honest, I have no idea why this did so well to me. To me, I find it really passive. And I mean, it's a song about a man being clueless about his failed relationship. And all I could think is just all the clueless men just voted for it. We're just like, finally, something I can relate to. See, I I agree with you. The fashion was a bit questionable. I actually didn't mind it that much. But, yeah, it was a bit off. Oh, hi. Sweaters and jeans. That's- if you're wearing a leisure suit next week, if you're wearing a leisure suit, I will end <laughs> this podcast. I am wearing sweatpants right now, so... I'm I'm verging on it. I'm considering just sliding straight into. Is your um, top tucked into your pants? That's when I know that the COVID isolation has gone too far. It is not. I'm holding it up to the camera. You can see my t-shirt is not tucked into my pants. I have passed. I wasn't sure if that was your t-shirt or you were just pulling up your giant like underpants to like tuck your top <laughs> in even further. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. I still would have looked probably better than uh, Hoffman and Hoffman if I did that. Yeah, I thought it was – I actually thought it was a really great song, but I thought it was a pretty flat performance, you know. They don't do too much. You kind of stand it. Hey, I've got a band and I'm going to stand right here and sing into this microphone. Low grades for the fashion. Um, Song eight – I really liked this song. Performance five, fashion of four for a 17. Yeah, look, I give the song um, five. um, Performance three, just like move your moustache a little, really. Um, (laughs) Fashion, I'm going to give a three, and that is literally for everybody else in the band that uh, wasn't Hoffman. (laughs) Excellent. That is an 11 from you and a 28 between the pair of us. 1984, it was Mary Roos with the song Aufwacht Gien, Walk Toll, finished 13th. So this is kind of a big step back from their top five finishes of the last few years. Um, She's back again from 1972, is Mary. This one got seven points from Norway, six points from Belgium, and fives from the Netherlands and Portugal. It's a power ballad about walking away from a relationship, which is kind of the inverse of the song the previous year, where he was like, why did my relationship go wrong? And Mary's like, these are the reasons my relationship went wrong. (laughs) I have prepared a list. (laughs) Yes, they may have been in the same relationship. Um, yeah, she is, Mary Roos, as we remember from the 70s, is a consummate professional. She is a star. But it's only a passable song for me. What did you think? Oh, my Lord. This song is as beige as her dress. 
I am so <laughs> not on board for this. Like, if it's like Germany was competing in the Dull Olympics this year, not the Eurovision Song Contest. I am not on board for this. Uh, you know what? I think I was still on the high of Genghis, Genghis, Genghis Khan. And I'm like, how can the country that brought us that bring us that's me reenacting this song. No, I can't. I can't believe it's the same country. Yeah, I felt like something was just missing from this performance. Like it felt just a tad. Entertainment. <laughs> Maybe. It just felt a tad Excitement. empty for me. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. But Rhythm. just something wasn't connecting. I actually really liked her dress. I thought it was cute. But um, yeah, it's just okay. Oh. I don't have too much to oh. say. Song four, performance six, fashion a six for a 16. I love you, Mary, but not your best work. Oh, yeah. I just gave her twos across the board. Wow. I was just wipe that slate queen. That is a six from you and a 22 between us. Now, in 1985, it was the band, and we're going to hear quite a bit from these guys tonight. It's the band Wind with the song Fur Alle for everyone. And they finished... Second, this song is a tribute to those who never give up hope despite the pressures of the world around them. A deux poids from Cyprus, 10 points from Belgium, Denmark, Finland, Luxembourg, and Spain, and eights from France, Norway, and Sweden. So, like, in the late 70s and and the, like, mid-80s, you're really seeing Germany as this legit, absolute powerhouse of Eurovision. Like, they may not have won very much, but it's hard to say that they weren't probably the best performers of the original group. Do you know what I mean? Like there were the Belgians and the Luxembourgs and the Frances, but they all kind of tapered off in the 70s. And Germany's here Mm. going fifth, third, third, second, first, second, fifth, second, third. You know, they're just doing really well. So I, yeah, I, I think this is just a good era for Germany. Some of their performances have done much better than I think think they really should have like there's like a couple of performances that I've looked really this did that well and then I'm like oh my god what was in the same like how shit must the rest of the year be yeah um so I think there were some years where maybe they lucked out where maybe the rest of the it wasn't that they were so good it was just that the, the rest was so bad maybe. yeah I thought this one was fine like maybe Second was a bit higher than I would have put it, but I don't know. I didn't really mind it. It was almost a peak 80s outfit for me. <laughs> like It's almost, almost peak 80s. Yeah. Bit, although what I think some of our listeners will find interesting, and this is for our Norwegian listeners, and actually I presume everyone in Europe will know who I'm talking about when I say the band AHA. Okay. Everybody loves One of the most annoying songs of all time. Hush. You're lucky you're in another suburb. I would smack. You know what? Oh, my God. No, it's Aha. I am going to reach through the power of Aha. I'm going to reach through this screen and just smack you with a wrench. Okay. If Mads and Paul from Aha... Made a baby with Amy Schumacher. That's. Do you mean Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer, yes. Yes. Don't call, don't call her Amy Schumacher. <laughs> okay, if Amy, and Amy Schumer and Mads and Paul from Aha all had a baby, they would look like this lead singer. Like, <laughs> I was kind of like, what? And it's like, then picture that baby doing a duet 
with Gina Davis, the American actress. Oh my god, I I was like, oh Gina Davis, is that you? But I'm so I'm glad we're on the same page about that. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't quite see the Amy Schumer or Amy Schumacher vibes that you were picking up, <laughs> but I definitely saw the <laughs> Gina Davis ones. Oh my god! And the other thing, oh my god! Like, why are there two people with two keyboards playing the keyboards simultaneously? <laughs> yeah, like. What? No, but no. Just, just that's unnecessary. Take up another instrument. There are a lot of keyboards, but it's just at the end of the day a standard band performance. It was fine. I've given it sixes across the board for an eighteen. How about you? I was not as complimentary. I gave the song three. Performance two. Fashion two. Actually, that's a question. Maybe we could convince Norway to. Uh, Get AHA back on the trail for Eurovision. How awesome would that be? Because if there is one thing we've learned from Eurovision, it's bringing back artists from the nineteen from the nineteen eighties is always a surefire no, way to do well. That's only at Eurovision. when England does it. It's like it's like, and England literally gets them on the way to the funeral parlor and puts a yeah. microphone in front of them. But oh my god, no! Like oh my god, like Mads is still young enough from like AHA, and oh my god, you know what? They're gonna win it because right at the moment, it doesn't even matter what else happens for like the other like two minutes and 50 seconds of the song as long as we get to have that 10 minutes of just that long really high that is the most annoying part of that song are you a it's so stupid that is the best bit are you saying you don't do that when it comes on? Sorry, we have to clear this up. You- no, I don't listen to that song. I don't like it. But when you it do, me. you don't give it the Oh, my God. Nah, that's you like- know what I do? I groan and change the station. I'm oh moving on. That was no, a- no, you know what that is? That is that is like not playing that is not playing the drums when you hear the Phil Collins solo in the air tonight. Oh, no, I do the Phil Collins song. I do in the air tonight because that's a great song. Anyway, that is a 25 between us for wind from 1985. 1986, it was Ingrid Peters with the song Über die Brücke gehen, Crossing the Bridge. A lot of songs about gehen or going. Uh, this one finished eighth. It is a song about building a link or a bridge between yourself and others. Now, this one, this is going to annoy you. I don't know if you looked this up, but in the national final, this song beat Genghis Khan, who came second. And if you remember from last week or maybe the week before, our beloved Joy Fleming. Yeah. She also was defeated by uh, Ingrid Peters. How does that make you feel? Let me guess. Let me guess. The jury, the jury went for Ingrid. I think it was, I think it was like a mail in vote or like telephone line vote. So. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Oh, my... Like, this performance... Okay, song, performance, 
fashion is just pure vanilla. And I mean that in a derogatory sense. Like it is, it's like if Cindy Lauper was dull, if you took all of the entertainment and colour out of Cindy Lauper, this is what you would have. This is just like Cindy Lauper <laughs> if she had been roofied. This is like uh, just I have nothing complimentary to say about this. Now, this one did get 12 points from the United Kingdom. It got eights from Austria, Ireland and Luxembourg and sevens from Belgium and Denmark and a bunch of lower points as well. I thought, if look, if the year before was like almost peak 80s, this was peak 80s just with her hair looking like Cindy Lauper's like rehearsal artist. It's like all the good stuff of the 80s with the 80s sucked out of it. And this is what's left. This is a hollow shell of the 80s. <laughs> I just thought this was another standard band performance, though. I actually preferred this to 1985 with Wins. So, um, and this one finished a lot lower. So, Say La Vie, Song 5, Performance 6, Fashion a 7. I've given that an 18. How about you? Yeah, I gave the song a 2, the performance 3, Fashion a 4. Snooze. <laughs> that is a 9 from you. And an 18 from me, so 27 between us. If you did this show on your own, people would think you just hate the Eurovision Song Contest. Well, no, they, they, well, like, they would say that and then every once in a while I would just explode with happiness at, like, for like Genghis Khan or something and they'd just be like, holy shit, where did that come from? All right, 1987. Hey, it's the band Wind Again uh. and they have sent the song Last Dizona in Dein Herz. Let the sun into your heart and... For the second time, they finished second. It is the second second for wind. It was their second win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the backup singers for this, by the way, was Robert Pilatus from Millie Vanilli, uh, who who went on to be the only man to have to hand back a Grammy. So, <laughs> Yeah, one half of Millie Vanilli, of course, international outrage where, you know, they were – it was Millie the Vanilli. It was two gentlemen singing songs, doing a lot of dancing. I did note at the time, like, I always find it so funny because, like, you see their performances and they're all so, yeah, and extravagant. And then when you'd see them in interviews, they were really not as extravagant. Um, yes, turned out we're actually lip syncing to all of their songs. So I thought it was ironic when this performance had one half of Millie Vanilli fake playing the guitar and fake singing <laughs> up the back. I was like, oh, my God, his whole career has been a lie. <laughs> I think he was really singing. I think he was doing the backup. Oh, I don't I'll think he the, was. I'll leave it. I don't think he was. No. No. Well, the jury's out on that one, I think. Now, this one got 12s from Denmark and Iceland, 10s from Austria, Belgium, Finland, the Netherlands, and the UK, and 8 points from Israel. This, and I know we're going to disagree, but this to me is about as close to a masterpiece as you can get mashing together schlager and reggae. Like, <laughs> it takes a lot of effort to get those two to even like go together. Um, so I'm going to give them points for that one, points for the ambition. What did you think? Well, I mean, it was out of their performances. It was it was definitely the better performance. Um, and, again, all I can think of is that gentleman um, from, oh, God, is it Denmark? Reggae. Okay. I just I think of him every time now whenever I see reggae at Eurovision. I'm just like, he must be so excited. Look what he created. 
Yeah, it, look, it it wasn't a masterpiece to me, but it certainly wasn't Germans Germany's you know worst. At least it was a bit lively. It was a bit of fun. Uh, I just gave it fives across the board, and he was definitely fake singing. I don't care what you say. <laughs> It's a 15 from you. I I love the simple choreo. I actually loved this song. I loved the fashion color palette. I thought they really just, they had stepped it up a bit. And I think they kind of knew a bit better what the audience and the, and the mm-hmm. you know, what the target should be for Eurovision. So, yeah, I got a little hooked on it. Sometimes I sing this in my car just for no reason. Jamie looks oh, at me weird. He's like, where did that come from? And I'm like, that's there's on the end and hurts. Um, and he doesn't like it. So anyway, song eight, performance eight, fashion, and eight. That's wow. a twenty-four from me, and a thirty-nine between us. Actually, can I ask you? Can I ask you a question about this? Considering that there was the half of the Milli Vanilli factor. Okay, if they had won, when it all came out with the Milli Vanilli scandal, <laughs> do you think whoever came second at Eurovision would have demanded that they hand back the Eurovision win? I'd be like, he was clearly faking it all along. Like, there's so many, there is so many instances of people being like, um, they should be disqualified. I should win. That I would not put it past the country at Eurovision yeah. to be that petty. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, that is a thirty-nine between the pair of us. You know what the moral of this story is? Don't fake it. Don't fake it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 1988, it was Maxi and Chris Garden with the song "Lead für einen Freund," song for a friend. 14th, it is, if you if you could figure it out, it's not that different from English, a piano ballad dedicated to a friend. Eight points from Iceland and Yugoslavia, six points from Denmark and Ireland, and five from Israel and the UK. Okay, so this song starts with a shot of these two women on matching pianos, and you go... Oh my god, that's so cool. They've got two pianos. What? And then it immediately gets boring and you want nothing to do with it and you completely zone out. I zoned out. Yeah. It's um oh, the other thing is I think it's ironic that it's a song for a friend and she couldn't find a friend to come and perform with her, so she had to bring her daughter. Um <laughs> so it's it's a mother and daughter on keyboard. It's like bring your kid to work day at Eurovision. It is some real PJ PG shit. Like it is a it's an absolute afternoon telemovie on the Christian channel. Um, except without Jesus appearing at the end and making everyone cry. Um, that's the only thing. I think he's banned from Eurovision. Oh my god. This performance just it dies. I mean, you're right. Like ten seconds in, it just dies. It literally would have taken Jesus to walk in and resurrect this. Um <laughs> so boring. I gave the song a two, performance two, fashion four. You know, good on ladies wearing suits. Yeah, I uh, yeah, take that gender conformity. Yeah, like I said before, I zoned out. Europe very clearly zoned out as well. Matching suits are nice. Song four, performance five, fashion a seven. I was a bit into those suits. That is an eight from you, a sixteen from me, and a twenty-four between the pair of us. What? <laughs> I know. I was feeling nice. I was feeling nice. Nineteen eighty-nine. It was Nino D'Angelo with the song "Flieger" or "Flyer." Finished fourteenth. It's a song about wanting to return to a lover who's lost to time. Seven points from Denmark and Italy, six from Sweden and Switzerland, and five from Belgium and Portugal. Those were the highest three scores. 
Germany really doubling down on this power ballad vibe they've been feeling on and off in this oh, time. Oh, my God. There is, like, there is no losing what time he is in. Like, this has such a strong 80s vibe to it. Like, such an 85. The other thing that I will notice about Nino's performance is how much is Nino digging his own performance? Like, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. No one will ever, like, love Nino's performance as much as Nino, and Nino gives 12 points to Germany. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Nino's, um, for those who have not seen this, which is 95% of you guys, uh, Nino's very theatrical in the face department. He's quite expressive with how he feels about his own song. He's given it his all. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's committed to this one. He he brought the theatre. He brought the liveliness. I think maybe he could have toned that down a little because it was like a little bit, oh, he's having a manic episode. Oh, we see okay. He's, oh. he's lost control of his face. Nino gives you null poids. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind it, actually. I loved the song. I thought it was great. But, yeah, it was just congratulations, Nino. You've had your moment and no one will ever forget those faces. Six is across the board for an 18. How about uh-huh. you? Look, I gave the song a four, but the performance and fashion, I give five. Like, bless Nino. At least, you know, like, we have had some performers who just stand there like they're just phoning it in. Um, you know, it's like, do they even realise they're on the Eurovision stage? Nino is seizing his moment. Like, this is the last moment on earth. And bless him like, for Like, this it. is his last chance to do anything. Anything. <laughs> like, like, he's making a speech in the French Revolution before the beheading. That was his, like, moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, time to shine, Nino. Yeah, that's it. Milk it for all you can. Yeah, exactly. Now, 1990. Oh, that was a 32 between us, by the way. Now, in 1990, it was Chris Kempers and Daniel Kovac with the song Frei zu lieben, Free to Live, finished ninth. Uh, The meaning of this song is when we are together, we are free to be ourselves. 12 points from Luxembourg, 10 points from Ireland, 8 points from Spain. And how much does this woman look like Sigourney Weaver? Don't insult Sigourney Weaver. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She looks – she's like a dead ringer for Sigourney Weaver. I Holy don't see shit. that at all. I don't see – you know what? Really? I was, I was too busy looking at, oh, my God, can we talk about how big is her hair? Her hair I know. is the size <laughs> of a village. Like, people could move into that shit. Like, you could raise kids in that thing. It is huge. <laughs> and, I mean, that being said, like – I will say that I think he gives a much better performance than she does, but his performance is not as good as her hair. Oh, yeah. No, the hair is – this is some Fran Drescher in the nanny hair. Like, it's quite intense. Like, it's like a a character of its own on stage. Like, they had to take off one backup singer from out the back because her hair counted – as a performer, yeah, and they absolutely. could only have six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just did not like this. I thought it was really forgettable, really skippable. Like, I have yeah. nothing to say. It's a standard love ballad duet, lots of fake intimacy, lots of like, oh, we're in love. You're not in love. Like, I'm not in love with you. You're not in love with each other. Germany is not in love with this. Eurovision is not in love with Germany for having sent this. So. Yeah. Yeah, don't waste too much brain space on this one. Save it for the better songs later yeah. on. I've literally just written dull next. 
Yeah, imagine this is 1990, so they had just unified to their country. Yeah. Imagine reunifying after 50 something years and then sending this load of crap to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. I just realized how did like how did Germany not send Hasselhoff with his look at freedom part 2. Looking for more freedom. I like that David Hasselhoff just exploited the reunification of Germany to get a tiny boost to his career. Like, oh my that's... god! Like he wouldn't. <laughs> hey, sales are sales. All right. <laughs> Don't hate the player. Hate the game. That's right. I've given the song a four and performance and fashion fives for a fourteen. What about you? Excellent. Look, I gave the song a four, performance three, fashion a five. And if anybody wants us to be there when you crumble down the wall, the walls of tyranny and exploitation, we are there. Yes, we are. Give us a call. We are accepting sponsorships for bringing down totalitarian governments. <laughs> Chuck us an email. <laughs> Syria, Belarus, let us know. Yeah. What are you going to do, though, if we get there, okay, if we get there and as, you know, the wall is crumbling, the song that they have selected to to bring down the fascist state and bring the people together is Take On Me. I will immediately defect oh, to the government. I hate you. That is a 26 <laughs> between the pair of us. So not a pass for 1990. Now, 1991. Oh, oh, it's God, a pass. I have so much to say. <laughs> it's a heavy pass, 1991. Um, it was Atlantis 2000. It was the song Dieser Traum darf niemals sterben. This dream must never die. I hope this song dies in a fire and no one has to hear it ever again. It finished 18th, I believe. I can't read my own handwriting, 18th, but I was probably yeah. falling into a coma while I listened to it. Bringing in the East Germans has really really watered down their performances at Eurovision. Like, they're not doing so well anymore. Well, actually, the thing is to know is when they had the national um, selection and it was announced uh, that this song had been selected and would be representing Germany, um, some audience members responded with, shall we say, very vocal signs of disapproval when it won the national selection. Um, what kinds of signs of disapproval? Oh, uh, you know, audible. Well, I'm not sure. I don't know a lot of cuss words in Germany, but th- those Scheiser. kinds. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's, yeah, look, to be honest, like it's not often when someone is singing a cry for peace that you actually wish a war would start somewhere to make the performance <laughs> stop. Um, oh, my God, the performance, the outfits, the voices, everything is so uncoordinated about this. Even even at the end, they can't, like, they're supposed to, like, move forward, come together and hold, like, hands and take a bow. They couldn't even do that in time. They literally could <laughs> not coordinate enough to hold hands at the end to take a bow. I don't know what they were taking a bow for. It was shit. Uh, at, at some point, at some point, I was like, "Can you stop moving around just to form a line in a different oh, spot of yeah. the stage? Like, yeah. what is that meant to look like? You're unifying because you just look like a confused conga line. Like you have no idea how a conga line works, and you're trying to put it together, playing it by ear on the stage. So I didn't yeah. like it. I this one, by the way, 
yeah, as you said, we must overcome hate to love again is the message of this. Europe didn't love it. Uh, six points from Denmark, three from Cyprus, one from Spain. Das all. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it. It was ten points too many. Ten points out of ten too many. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I think we're very lucky that Germany didn't put the wall back up after this performance. <laughs> There's a trend at Eurovision of when they throw groups together for Eurovision. Like they mm. go, okay, this is a super group and we'll throw them all together. It always bombs. Always bombs. Like there is, other than I think Bucks Fizz, eh, 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 um, <laughs> every other group that's been thrown together for Eurovision has just faulted, failed dismally. Or, you know... There is, of course, Kano. No, Kano were together before Eurovision. Don't forget that. Remember, they told us that in person. Uh, what about ABBA? What about ABBA? They were already a group. What about <laughs> TJ Bobo and the Mannequins? <laughs> and the Mannequins. Oh, my God. <laughs> Song three, performance two, fashion a four for a nine. They, uh-huh. they, they scrub up well. Uh. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, just no. Just no, Germany. No. No. Nine. What score did you give it? Well, I didn't give it a nine. Um, I gave it song two, performance one, fashion a one. For a total of four. So it's almost nine points. I gave nine and you basically gave nine. <laughs> Thirteen between the pair of us for 1991. Now, in 1992, oh, Liz, it's your old friends, the band Wind. Oh, They're why? back for a third time with the song Trauma Sind für alle da. Dreams are there for everyone. Did not finish second this time. Came a rather dismal 16th. Third time unlucky for them. Ten from Portugal, six from Belgium and the UK, three from Denmark and two from Ireland. And that was it. Uh, this one really was lacking that spark that I felt like wind had together back in nineteen ninety, uh, back in the nineteen eighties. You know, yeah. I kind of felt there was some energy from them back then, whether you liked it or not. But yeah, this kind of felt a little empty, a little hollow. Yeah, they should have realized like Hollywood never makes a movie where someone comes back and you know, yeah, overcomes like evil with their third wind. Like, there's a reason, oh, <laughs> God is, I'll just get my third wind. There's a reason that's not a saying. Um, oh, my God. How much does the drummer wish they were dropping a Latin beat? Like, he is just there, just like, oh, my God, let me out of here. Like, he so wants to just go full, what is it, Gloria Estevan. Come on, everybody, let go that beat. He is ready to go, moment's notice. There's such a long tradition at Eurovision of drummers just loving themselves sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that didn't die out with Germany in 1992. I'm glad he kept it alive. So, yeah, I actually liked the song. I didn't mind it at all, but there was just something missing. I, I liked the giant star pianos. Everyone looks nice and very 90s, if that is a possible combination. I don't know who looked good in the 90s except Jennifer. For Aniston. Maybe they needed more people fake singing because that's that's what's Maybe. Missing. Maybe more <laughs> people faking it. Millie Vanilli, that's, that's why. why. In fact. Um, I thought this deserved some more points than it got, but Kesara, oh. uh, song seven, I like the song, oh. performance five, and fashion a six, I've given it an 18. How about you? Wow. I gave the song a four, performance three, that was all for the drummer, uh, fashion a four. <laughs> For a total of 11 from you, oh, 29 between the pair of us. Sorry, Wind. <laughs> Third time unlucky. 
1993, it was Münchner Freiheit with the song Wir zu weit, much too far. Finished 18th, so we're in a very, we're almost in a rut for Germany at this point. This one's mm. a ballad about, quote, untouched worlds. I don't know what that means. I'm not going to find out. But... Oh, I can tell you. I've I've had an untouched world for a while now. Um <laughs> Uh, eight points from Italy, four points from Ireland, three points from Denmark, two points from Switzerland, one point from the Netherlands, and nothing else. This one was Germany's first internal selection in, like, decades, and it was picked because the band had had a hit across Europe with the song Keeping the Dream Alive back in 1988. What did you think? Yeah, look, there were moments of this that were actually really good, um, it was just all the bits in between that yeah. were very good and didn't sort of move me. Because there are a couple of bits and you're like, oh, yeah, this is picking up. Like, I like this. And it's got the way. And then it would just. Uh, uh, yeah, it just tapered off and died for a while. Then it would like come back. It's like like resuscitating someone with the with the paddle thingies, you know, with the, what's it called? Defibrillator. Just like, like, yeah, breathe, you bastard. And then it breathe. And then it. And then it. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So I think if they could have like, uh, you know what, even if I think if they just kept the good bits and then knocked out the other two and a half minutes, you would have had a stronger performance. (laughs) Um, Look, I actually, I just gave it fours across the board. It was not their worst, but it was not their best. Like, come on, Germany. Germany, it's like they've just given up. Yeah, I I do love some strings. We know that about me. And I actually like the track. The track underneath the song held up really well. I just think it was the maybe with a different artist I might have liked this more but I just felt a disconnect between me and the band I'm not going to say the band's name again because it's hard to say Munchener Freiheit every time I want to reference them isn't that some kind of syndrome yes (laughs) wait are you thinking of Munchausen syndrome (laughs) no I'm just saying it sounds like you know, something you'd be like, oh, my God, did you get the results? Yes, I'm afraid. Yes. It's Munchausen Freiheit. Like, yeah! <laughs> That's what it sounds like. He's, he's yes, afraid right. of... Yeah, sure, 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 oil. sure. He's afraid of fire hydrants. Or he dresses <laughs> like fire hydrants. He's afraid of people dressing like fire hydrants. Speaking of things we're afraid of, the conductor with his wild Rod Stewart mullet. I loved it. Oh, but my. I was a little scared. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say we really should thank him for stepping out, you know, taking time off from his very active porn career. Um, <laughs> clearly, if you saw him, you would be like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like this is a terrible thing to say. Oh, I see it. Um, you know, so bless him taking time out for Eurovision, you know. Uh, yeah, this was just I, – I really wish this had been performed by someone else. Like, mm, felt a bit hollow for me, but I liked it. Song six. What about Aha? Uh-huh. Song six, performance three, fashion a six for a 15 plus your 12, 27 and not a pass. Uh, no. Now, our last song for the week. Gee, time has just flown by. It is. And this one is going to divide us like maybe no song has ever divided us before. It's Mikado with the song. Wir geben ne Party 
We're throwing a party. And this one came third. It is their best result since they won in 1982. It's an up-tempo song about what else? Throwing a party. 12 points from Hungary and Romania. 10 points from Croatia and Portugal. And 8 points from Spain. Uh, It doesn't sound like much, but then they got 7s from 6 other countries that I couldn't be bothered reading out. So a lot of points up the top end of the board for Germany here. (gasps) Can I... Just let mm-hmm. loose on this song for a second, please. Oh, please do. Please do. <clears throat> yes, 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 yes. I, oh, my God. This fashion is horrible, but in, like, that nostalgic 90s uh-huh. way where you're like, yes, Fran Fine, you rock it. I mentioned Fran Drescher twice this week. I know. I'm doing fantastically. <laughs> I was watching The Nanny. Um, oh, I love it. It's so amazing. It's a fairly static performance, but when they do their choreo, they have it so perfectly down pat and so in time that I'm just like, okay, okay, we can work with this. They're high-fiving each other. Like, that's a dance move. I'm so into this. I just, yeah, I don't I don't know. How dare Europe let this song lose to Ireland for, like, what, the 29th time that decade, however many times they won in the 90s during the Reign of Terror. I just, they rap, they dance, they've won my love. I love it. What did you think? Oh, my God. Why Why did you think I would not like this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's, okay, here we go. It's catchy. It's fun. I was so excited after just, like, all the boring, like, that, you know, Germany had been sending. Oh, my God. This put the schwing back in the schwang for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, you know, I just love it. It's just um, there's no pretense to it. It's not trying to be anything like grandiose or um, it's just, you know, it's just fun. And you know what? We can all relate to it. Who doesn't like to have a party? I'm so glad we're on the same page. I am so glad. What did you give this one? I actually gave the song a seven. It is strangely like catchy and so easy to sing right? along to, which is what you it's need. It's like yeah, it's like bloody Barbie girl. You get it stuck in your head and you're like, this is terrible, but I cannot get it out of my head. I, I will not agree to any statement that references um, Aqua's Barbie girl. Uh, oh, <laughs> come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look, I give the, the song a seven. I give the performance six. Like you said, it was they put so much effort into their coordinated clapping. You have to love it. Fashion, however, <laughs> bit of a bow. I give that a four. That is a 17 from you plus a – and let's get a little bit of a drum roll from me. Oh, no. What have you done? All right. Straight eights across the oh. board, baby. <laughs> you give that fashion an eight. Oh, yeah, it takes me back to my childhood watching Fran Fine. I really got Fran Fine vibes from it from the nanny. So oh, my God. We're all on the same page. You know why? This is why I told you I filled out that thing today where it was you could uh, nominate your favourite podcasts for 2020. Yeah. And they were like, you know, what is your, you know, favourite podcast for, you know, it was like, you know, on music. And I'm like, Deuce Pire podcast. And there was one where it was like, what is your favourite uh, podcast with L qbti you know programming and i was like just part podcast like that one more <laughs> podcast that talks more like fran fine if that doesn't get us the award nothing will <laughs> we 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 will have earned it at that point yeah <laughs> fran fine will owe us like 50 
$5,000 for restarting her career. <laughs> so that is a total of 24 from me, 17 from you. Mikado crossed the very rarely crossed 40 and scored a 41. <laughs> they have oh! done fantastically. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of our episode. Now, our winners, and it's no it's no doubt, it was Mikado, 1994, with the song uh, Via Given Near Party. Our second place on 39 points was a song I liked, you tolerated. It was Wind with Last Dishonor in Dine Hats from 1987, and one I think we both appreciated in a bit of an off-kilter kind of way. It was Nino D'Angelo with Fluga (laughs) on 32 points, 89. (laughs) Now, those were the only three songs that actually passed for us tonight. So (laughs) we've been a bit hit and miss maybe. I think you could call it that. I Do you know what? This this is definitely Germany's weakest... Uh, timeout out of all the episodes that we've done so far. This is definitely Germany at its weakest. I think this might have been the week we were most divided. Like, I actually enjoyed stuff quite a bit, but then you didn't enjoy it, and it kind of brought our averages into kind of this middle period. Mm. Could that be so, because yeah. you've listened to so much Fran Fine lately that you've just got a ringing <laughs> in your ears and you couldn't actually hear any of the performances properly. So <laughs> I've got tinnitus now and I can't really. Yeah, maybe just a little. Okay, now as we do at the end of every episode, I'm going to hand over to you. You've gone back, you've looked at one of the songs that we've covered in the week on YouTube and you have read through the comments and you've got the best of the best for us for Common of the Week. So where do we go? In this episode. Oh, we got a couple for uh, 1994's Makada. We're having a party. Makada. Yes. Uh, Dave Dixon, just 11 months ago, was like, wow, classic intro, classic verse, classic bridge, classic chorus, mediocre miggle, classic singing. <laughs> How dare you! (laughs) But uh, comment of the week uh, goes next for this one. (laughs) Uh, Patrick nine three three nine zero. That's a lot of Patricks in the world. Yeah, that's yeah. He's a recent one as well because we're only up to nine three five seven or something like that. (laughs) And it's like it's it's um you know I like the fact that everyone kept adding one and just going up. Uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> just incremental change. That's how you yeah. get anything done. <laughs> so Patrick nine three three nine zero, who's looked at uh, their party song and has simply said, "Oh, when only three people turn up for the party, ooh, awkward." <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Patrick nine three 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 nine zero, nail on the head. Yeah. Patrick, you're wrong. We were all there in spirit, and we have been since 1994. We're all we're all partying with Mikado. But oh, congratulations, on all your three of, of the you. Week. <laughs> yes, four of us because I'm in four it. Four of us. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for listening for another week. Next week is I think it's 1995 to 2007. I'm gonna say is our second to last episode on Germany. Oh God, let's just hope. Germany doesn't get a fourth wind, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, you have to tune in and find out. Um, If you don't follow us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. 
if you want to hit us up with your messages, tell us how you feel. Uh, let us know what your favorite from 83 to 94 or whatever we just did was. And uh, just, yeah, chat to us. We like talking teach to us, you. We love teach you us naughty German words. Teach us naughty German words, yes. Uh-huh. Not, don't send us naughty German pictures. Just teach us naughty German words. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say I saw a gingerbread and someone, because they had written the um, Ich liebe dick. On it, and I was like, "Ah, because it was like an Oktoberfest." I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy one of them and go to Oktoberfest." And then I found out it wasn't dirty, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just disappointed." It just means I love you. How did you not know that? (laughs) Oh, you're terrible. Well, we lieber dick, you guys out there. That's not how you say it in German. There's some grammatical, you know, identifiers that are are wrong in that one. But are you saying you don't? Leave a dick. Oh no, there's nothing I Your husband's love more in for a shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's used to it by now. Anyway, I'm going to pass over to Liz to sing us out for one more episode and we'll see you next week. Lizzie, lay it on us. Uh I think, you know, there there's only one fitting tribute to this week. And Jack, I really hope that you will join me when I say Love you, good night.